Episode 59. Excuse me? This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the 7 Days of Sex Challenge. Featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And we've got a jam-packed show tonight. We do. This is Last week irked some people, and... Uh, yeah. Just a little bit. Yep. Just a little bit. So we're going to get to that. And, and rightfully so. Well, Elise and I had some good conversation about last week's episode, especially like the first 10 minutes of that show. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Yep. That's going to be later on. Yeah, I say don't. That, that's, that's my whole topic tonight. Yep. So don't ruin it in the first five minutes. I'll keep my mouth shut. Oh, you all heard it here first. And I think we're about 35 seconds into this week's episode. So he's going to keep his mouth shut. Uh, actually, a minute. Okay. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's the timer control, too. A lot go on, went on this week. We have. We. Where do you want to start out? Well, we had... I think we should start off with dinner with the Manskis. Yeah. So if many of you have been following us for a while, Ron and Barb have been... Gosh, they've been listening to us since the early days, and Ron has called in numerous times or emailed in, letting us know what his thoughts are. And they were here in Southern California doing a little family vacation, mm-hmm. and um, we invited them over. So it was really fun. It was just it was good having them over. They have two kids, a little younger than ours, mm-hmm. but you know what? It was still just chill for the most part, as much as it can be with four kids in the house and. You know, yeah, our two showing off and yeah, doing their stuff. But, but you know, what was fun is for me was that even after dinner, we, we it wasn't having to be like this big conversation. I mean, we just got to hang out. We played oh. some board games with them. <laughs> you know, our, our kids who have no TV um, are like, let's play games. Yeah, and so you know, they start pulling out this game and that game and um, the you know, just the girls were playing together because the Manskis also have a daughter just a little bit younger than ours. And so the girls were playing together and they had their baby with them. And so Abby was also having a lot of fun playing with the baby in the house and Mm -hmm. just good, easy conversation. Yeah. Congratulations, Ron, to the Green Bay Packers winning their Super Bowl tonight. Um, You know, and to all you Green Bay Packer fans, we had a very upset little boy here who wanted the Steelers to win. Yeah, he he did not go to bed happy. You guys know Alex takes his sports very seriously, and when his team loses, it is not a good thing. So nope. he um yeah he went to bed sad. For you Steelers fans out there, Alex is definitely commiserating with you. With you, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was just it was just a very enjoyable evening. And again, it's one of those things where you guys know us so well that when we have a, you know, an opportunity to meet you or to talk with you, it, it's such. For me, it's really kind of like a surreal experience because you know so much about us and I feel like the whole conversation is one-sided because we're like, oh, so tell us about, you know, this or about that because we just don't know nearly as much about you as you know about us. Right. You know, and so it's it's always fun to talk to someone who's listened to the podcast for a long time. And One of the things know. I liked um, that was really cool, Barb said, she's like, I could just close my eyes and hear you guys <laughs> talking. I thought that was really cool to hear and, and, and thank you very much. I mean, it, it's cool to hear that um, you can just recognize our voice, yeah. obviously. 
Yeah, very much so. So that that was great. And uh, we had a family get together mm-hmm. yesterday up, up in, in L.A. Up in L.A. Um, Tony's one aunt has the family up once a year. And, the, you know, that's always uh, it's just a treat. It is. You know, the kids really like going up there. She, um, you know, puts on a spread for everybody. And we ended up with four different desserts yesterday for let's see how many people were there. Probably about 10. <laughs> Yes, yeah. four different desserts. We were a little overloaded on the dessert side <laughs> of things. Um, but just just a good afternoon, and the kids did really well driving home um, up yeah. until the last half hour. So we know we're still <laughs> still within a short radius. On for, for those of you who live in the Southern California or this Western part of the United States, we, we ended up going to In-N-Out Burger. Oh, yes. And for those of you who've had an In-N-Out Burger... And if you haven't, you really must travel west to have one. Yeah. What what kind of style do you like? <laughs> I, I think I think because Ron and Barb asked this too, because they're like, yeah, we oh, went. Oh, okay. I'm like, that's such a, I'm like, where are you going We with went this? and then I'm like, oh, did you have like animal style or protein style? And he's like, no, they got three items on the board. <laughs> and it's this whole. There's an in and out culture and we should probably actually put like, I, I'm typing it in right now because we're going to put a little in and out. Um they actually have a web page i think where you can get all the the secret lingo yeah i don't know if it's secret well it's not secret but yeah. you know whatever yeah um because i actually eat my in and out burgers protein style which means there's and no, i've and i've gone protein style you've gone pro- yeah. yeah yeah this i have to back up and say when i first said i was going to go gluten free or try and minimize the gluten tony is like i am not giving up my bread so like line in the sand it's not happening but it's really interesting how slowly it's happening yeah you know, I didn't have to like lay down the law, but he's slowly like pulling the breads and stuff out of his diet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for like days today, like with the big ride today, I did an 84, 83 miler. Just, I'm starting to really ramp up my base miles for uh, the solving double century at the end of March. And then the Spartan race, which is a more of a foot race, uh, military style obstacle course thing at the end of February. So on a day like today when I burn probably well over 5,000 calories, I tend to eat whatever I feel like it just because I'm hungry. But yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm changing. You are. It's so, all good. So yeah, so protein style is no bun. And then... Animal style is the other one I like. Uh-huh. Which is what? It's grilled onions it's, with ketchup it and... It adds the pickle, extra spread, and grilled onions. I'm on there a little... See the pickle. I, I'm not a pickle guy, and I was pulling them out, and Alex is like chomping them down. You like guys, they hold the pickle. I know, but I always forget that they put it in there. Oh, nice. So that's my bad. Now you'll know. Yeah, yeah. I'll put. The, they actually do call it their secret menu, and so I just I oh, will put a link up. It's just we've talked about In and Out before. Their food is fresh because they only have restaurants within so many mile radius of yes their distribution centers. So everything is fresh. They don't even have freezers in their restaurants because they make it all fresh and their customer service is seriously just over the top in terms of a fast food chain. Oh. I mean, we, Alex wanted a glass of water um, as we were getting ready to leave and he goes up to the counter and you know, he's this little kid and two guys stopped to ask him if he'd been helped and to make sure that he had what he needed. And can we give you extra stickers so that you, you know, just, you know, it's nice when they treat me as an adult, but when I watch somebody treat my kids as if he were a full paying grown up customer, just really top notch. So, um, 
hats off to that in and out and that was what off in orange county off of avery on the five off the five yeah so that was yesterday and then um we oh okay no what else did we do what else did we do this week i don't know you're looking at me like no no, no i'm oh you're just we're, we're gonna talk about that later saying in general um well the san diego uh 2010 local authors exhibit yes is now online and we'll post the link to that uh, make, as well. sure, make sure you put those in our show notes because I, inevitably somebody will tell me it's not in there well yeah because <laughs> we forget what we talk about sometimes <laughs> sorry you guys know we don't script this and so tonight i actually am working off of notes because so much happened like at the early part of the week that tony's like make sure you write that down or we'll forget yeah um, so i'm filling stuff in as we talk but this was for all um, San Diego County Library puts together an exhibit every year of those books that were published the year before. And so this year we are being included in that. If you are local in San Diego and you make it down to the county library, there's actually a live exhibit, or not live, but um, uh, real. The books are all there. The actual books are there. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can also look at the exhibit online. And so we're. You, you can also buy our book. That is true too. You can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com and go to the store and you'll see our book stripped down. If you want to look into it, there's a button right there that you can click and you can check what's out, check out what's inside of it. But we do have physical copies that we autograph. You can get an ebook or you can get the audio book, any three of them. So, and it just talks about intimacy and, and a lot of things we've learned. Obviously what you hear week to week is the good and the bad and the ugly. And that's just, that's what life is. And it would be very pretentious of us to come behind these mics every week and, and act like it's all good and it's all perfect. Because as you guys know, listening who have been married and are married, marriage, it just isn't perfect Mm -hmm. as much as we would love it to be. It just isn't. But our book really does talk about, Six Forms of Intimacy, 13 Keys that you can unlock to find greater intimacy in these areas. And we have seen it work on a number of people. And it's actually funny because the last couple of weeks at church, I've had it that somebody has pulled me aside and gone, wow, we're reading your book and it's really good. And it's sort of funny because I'm going, Okay, well, what did you expect? Something crummy, but... Well, and the funny thing is, is that most of these people um, had attended the marriage retreat last June. In June. And so they've had the book for a good six months. Yeah. Um, so if you've purchased our book and you haven't read it, yeah, it, you're it not helps. alone, but pick it up and read it. Yeah, it helps to open it. Yeah. Because you will get a lot of insights. And one of the cool things that one of the gals said, she was like, you know what I just loved about it? She's like, it wasn't so heavy that we couldn't get through it. And that's really a lot of our purpose from writing this book is we want it to be something that you guys can read through and enhance your marriage with questions in there that you guys can answer together and not get bogged down in all this heavy stuff. I mean, that's that's no good for you to buy a book and then just leave it on your shelf and not use it, you know? Yeah, I mean, we, we specifically picked covers that you would actually, you know, I mean, there was a whole process to get you to read the book. Yeah. So read it. Or listen to it. Get the audio version and listen to it. Um, Speaking of the book and moving on Mm -hmm. from there, so excited to announce that this week we've had comments from two couples on our Facebook page who completed the seven days of sex challenge. Yes. The Woods. um, 
who I have to say, this is amazing that they did this to me. They went six out of seven, but they did it while moving. Yeah. And if any of you have moved while married, it is not the most conducive environment to to having sex with your spouse every day. Yeah. I I give them a lot, a lot of credit because (laughs) holy cow. I mean, usually Elisa and I, when we talk about this and, and you guys have heard us say this is, you know, when you're planning for this sort of plan it around, make sure you guys have the time to do it so that you can be successful. So, you know, kudos to the woods for making six out of seven days with moving because I think you guys can agree. Moving takes a lot out of you. Yes. Mentally and physically. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. So kudos to you guys. And then we also heard from the Browns Mm -hmm. who wrote in that they had completed the challenge. And so thank you to both of you couples for sharing this good news with the one community for doing this for your marriages. Um, Can't wait to hear down the road what this challenge has done for the two of you, the four of you, Um, because we know from experience and many of you that participated last June with us know it has a lasting impact on your marriage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Valentine's day is right around the corner. And, you know, why not consider this year, maybe instead of those roses that will die Mm. and the roses do die and they're, you know, triple the price. Um, You can tell I'm not a flower girl Mm. that I don't like to have the money spent on the flowers. Um, Why not give a gift that's going to be, have a lasting impact on your marriage? Why not throw out the seven days of sex challenge, wrap it up in a little box, (laughs) present it to your spouse and say, this is what I would like to give you for Valentine's day. Yeah. I'd like to make a difference in our marriage. I'd like us to make a difference in our marriage. Yeah. And Elisa and I mentioned some weeks back that we wanted to do a seven days of sex challenge again. And we were planning on doing it that week of Valentine's. As we started talking, we realized that that is the week that our kids are on break. And Elisa is going to go see one of her girlfriends who has moved out of the, out of the San Diego area and take the kids. And so it's not happening just yeah. yet. We're going to have to reschedule cause you know, we, we do plan yeah. for success and, and, and our lives but, are just a little crazy. I think one of the things is right now we're, we're just got some things on our plates mm-hmm. and uh, February is a little busy. I'm going to be working at a cycling camp here, um, this coming up week. And then two weeks, I'm going to be working at another cycling camp for a couple of days. So we, we just got a lot going on. Fit marriage is, is really exploding and taking off and uh, requires a lot of my time right now. Plus my full-time business, mm-hmm. the dent dude has been doing well. So we just got a lot going on. Just wasn't the right time. Mm-mm. But no. I do have date night this week and it's already planned. You're going to like it. Sweet. It's our Valentine's day date night. Yeah. Well, don't forget the, the, the food part is for me giving blood. Tony is drum roll, please. A level four. Yes. I've given donor. I've given a gallon and a half round about there. Yeah. So as a level four donor, when he gives blood, he gets perks. I get, no, I get points for every time I give, oh, I give, okay. I get points every time I give blood. And with those points, there is a store yes. and we can buy stuff from. And so we, we opted for gift cards uh, to Outback. Yeah, Outback. 
So we got like $50 in Outback gift cards. So if you want a perk for giving blood, uh, check, check your, your local blood bank. Check your lo- local blood bank. And I'll, and I'll put this plug in for those of you who do have good blood, are healthy, make, make a change in somebody's life. You will not believe there are people out there who need it. And for you to sit down on a, on a chair for seven minutes to give whole blood is pretty much seven to ten minutes is what it takes. Um, it can change a life. And I know that firsthand in my own. My brother has been transfused um, since he was about one or two years old. He's now 31. Um, about every two to three weeks due to a genetic blood disorder he has called thalassemia major. And so if it wasn't for so many wonderful people who gave and continue to give blood, my brother wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So consider that. And, and it is a way to serve your community in a very impactful way that, you know what, nobody, nobody knows about probably, but I will tell you, it makes a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to go on talking about being an impact but if, if you're feeling like you, you feel like you're not making an impact, there are many small things you can do that touch lives that you will never know. And you know what? It's pretty damn cool because, mm-hmm. you, you know, I don't do it to get gratification or anything. I, I do it because I know I touch somebody's life. There you go. So there you go. Next. We have lots of uh, voicemails mm-hmm. this week. Yep. Why don't you play um, from Atlanta? But are we doing Atlanta when we talk about when we go into excuses? Because that all has to do with that. Oh, okay. I'll do this one first. Do that one first. Yeah, um, yeah this one is this one. Hello, governor. So I'll let you know there's a product <laughs> called Accept Your Character. You can get it online from HopeGamer.com. Great if you want to try out the, a British accent or more like a Cockney accent, which I'm not doing very well right now. So maybe not, though. Might be kind of funny. Anyway, <laughs> so I'll let you know. Cheers. <laughs> that was great. Okay, so that's just you know going back to last week's episode where I was quite um, enamored of the. You were very enamored with the the accent. The accent. It's the accent, and you know, to that end, mm-hmm. we actually did have somebody um, remind us of the movie A Fish Called Wanda. I've never seen it. This I remember. This actually takes me back to college. I remember one of my um, college friends, Jen Bieber, and uh, Carrie. I somehow. For some whatever reason, a fish called Wanda was like the movie then. Okay. And um, yeah, so I do remember the accents, and I, remember, I just like I'm laughing because I'm remembering various scenes. We're gonna have to get the movie. We're gonna have to rent it. We'll rent it. Um, but yes, thank you, thank you for the accents. You know, I just I don't think it'll be the same if Tony does the accent though. <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, it won't be. It won't be the same. You know, it's just you know, there's just something about that accent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about talking, letting us know what's happening? Yeah. Okay. So do you want me to play the yeah, song first? Play, play your song. Okay. And hold on with my volume. Okay. So this is Casting Crowns. Praise you in the storm. And I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just listen to the little bit of this beginning of this song. 
The reason we're playing that song is that we've received emails um, from a few of you this week, and there have been a lot of storms going on. Um, in your marriages. In your marriages, in our community. And some of you have felt that bringing this up to us, whether via email or on the one fan page or however you wanted to do it, um, would lead to judgment. Mm-hmm. on our part and because of these situations there's been embarrassment there has been shame there has been um, a number of emotions all over the spectrum that you've been going through and we want you to know that when you come to us there is no judgment here yeah. we know that marriages ride roller coasters we know that marriages hit rough spots. We know that sometimes marriages end and we don't sit here and you know, when we get an email and say, Oh, can you believe that? No, we sit here and we pray for you. We pray for your spouses. If we know you've got kids, we pray for your kids. Um, we, there are enough people that when you share what's going on in your life, there are enough people out there that will judge you. Yeah. That will pass judgment on you, on your spouse, on your circumstances. We are not those people. And we don't, we don't want you to ever feel embarrassed for what's going on in your marriage and feel like you can't turn to us. Hmm. If it's something said in confidentiality, if you don't want it read on the air, if you don't, you know, if you just want it to just let us know, put that in the message. I mean, we can usually tell, um, as you can see, we're not reading those messages that we got this week, mm-hmm. um, because of the personal nature of them. But we want you to know that we care and we are not passing judgment. We don't we don't ever want to see a marriage in trouble, but we've been there. We know marriages get in trouble. Yeah. We know those little white lies and those deceptions and those, uh, the junk bogs down marriages and causes problems. And we just want you to know we're a resource. Mm-hmm. We're a resource that loves on you. We're a resource that prays for you. And 
my hope is by just sharing this with all of you tonight that when those storms do come, you do reach out to us or to someone else that you trust. Um, because sometimes you just need, you know, you need to know that someone out there cares. Yeah. And, you know, as we, as we build relationships with you, whether, you know, we see your comments on Facebook or you've emailed us in the past, you're a part of our family. Yeah. At least and I have an innate ability to remember people. <laughs> There's something about who we are and we, we, we remember a lot of you. So don't, don't think we don't notice when somebody who's been very active all of a sudden isn't there anymore. We, we, we notice this. Um, it's just who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, no kidding at the end of every show where I say, I love you or we love you. It it truly is. We do. We truly just love on you guys for who you are. And as you heard last week with our podcast, we were going through a rough week. And so we know what it's like to go through those times and those periods for us. We have you guys to talk to us. So, and it, and it helps us realize what we're doing in our own marriage because you're at a point maybe in your marriage where you're going, Hey, we're in a good spot. Listen, do this or, you know, hear this. And we're going to get into those obviously here in a little bit. But when you're in that storm, one, God is always there beside you. He is. I know it's hard to see. I, I can understand that a hundred percent. I can sit here not being in a storm and realize that, but I've been in many of them where I don't see it. And so sometimes we need to be reminded of it. If, um, if, if you need that, then shoot us an email, ask Tony at one extraordinary marriage.com or Ask Elisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You know, we're, we're here to, if, if to say anything, hey, keep your chin up. You know, well, we may not have all the answers and many of the times we don't, but we can be a listening ear and somebody that can at least say, hey, you're not alone. This isn't just happening to you. We don't live in vacuums as much as we think we, we do. Um, but we, we just wanted to say that because yeah. your marriage doesn't have to be extraordinary to be a part of this family. No. You know, it, it's it's just we want you to get there. And as Elise and I have learned over the last couple of years, you know what? We go through some tough, some tough and crummy times. Mm-hmm. You know, do we still consider our marriage extraordinary? Hell yeah, we do. You know, we're still we're still here. We're still doing what we love to do. We still love on each other, even through those times, you know. That's what an extraordinary marriage is. You know, it's making it happen. It's making it work. It's not giving up just because, you know, that's, we all go through difficult times and, um, gosh, we've had a number of them this year already. (laughs) And it's only February. (laughs) It's only February. So that's our little thing for there. Yeah. Um, let's talk about last week, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Well, so we had that podcast for those of you that didn't listen last week. I would encourage you to go back and just listen to maybe the first five to 10 minutes of episode 58. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get where this week's podcast is coming from. Um, 
I was trying to apologize to my dear sweet husband across the microphone for me. And as many of you so eloquently pointed out, he was having a hard time accepting that apology. Do you want me to play a voicemail? What do you want yeah, me to why don't you just jump in with what somebody had to say? All right, hold on. So we're going to start with uh, Tim did the trifecta. Um, Tim was moved. Yeah, little hat trick this week. So we got three from Tim, but we'll play him probably like at different times here. Um, got a couple of emails as well. So here we go. Hey, Tony and Lisa, this is Tim uh, from Atlanta giving you a call. This is going to be a real quick one. In fact, I actually had to just stop the podcast to give you a call. Um, I think, Tony, you just said it was six minutes in, so that's about where I'm at. And I think you'll know where I'm talking about. And all I had to say is, Tony, let her apologize. Stop talking and let her apologize. So I will talk to you again soon. And I'm going to go back and listen to the rest. Take care. Hope you have a good week. Take care. Bye. Okay, the funny thing is that talk to you again soon. I don't think Tim realized how soon he was going to have to call back in. Yeah, so Tim called back in um, nine minutes later. Oh, okay. And here's that one. Hey, guys, it's me again. Um, I'm sure you know who it is. I don't have to rehash that again. But, you know, uh, this is going to take me forever if I have to keep calling and stopping the podcast. But, um, Tony, uh, we haven't got through the whole thing yet, so I, but... I feel for you, and I understand where you're coming from here a little bit, but um, I've got to call you now, and I've got to call you out again and say, you did say that you were in a funk. It's only been a couple weeks ago, I think. I don't remember exactly when, but before Elisa even called you out on it, I had I was calling you out mm-hmm. on it here in my car. So, Well, you know, this is going to be an interesting podcast. I hope <laughs> I don't have to keep calling back every five minutes, but um, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Tim, for number two. And you know what? Uh, we can we can giggle and laugh about it right now. And, and the reason why is... Because um, we've talked through it. Right. We, because, we have... Because we got this email. Can I read now, Sarah's yeah. message? So, so if you haven't listened to episode... What was last week? 58? 58. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, please go back. Listen to the first 10 minutes. That's all you have to listen to. Uh, we encourage We'd you to love li- you to listen to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but, I mean, listen yeah. to the whole thing, but with where we're talking about this week, listen to the first 10 minutes. Um, I will, I, I want to tell Tim and everybody getting those two voicemails back to back made me go, okay, what was I doing that evening? What, what was up with me mm-hmm. that I didn't catch what I was doing. So a, let me see what day was that? So that was like February 1st. So three days later we get an email from Sarah. Right. And Sarah says, hi, Tony and Elisa. I'm a longtime listener from the beginning. Yay, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. And I adore you guys. I would like to offer a little bit of feedback if you are open to it. Email easily lends itself to misinterpretation. So please know that I respect you and truly enjoy listening to you guys. That being said, at times during the podcast, it feels as though you interrupted Lisa quite a bit. That would be Tony. Yes, because I'm not interrupting myself. Yes. If you're open to it, I encourage you to go back to this last podcast and listen to the first five minutes. She tries to explain herself a couple of different times and doesn't get a chance. 
I really wanted to hear what she had to say. My husband pointed this out to me on the, on the episode before, and now I have a hard time ignoring it. It would be nice to hear what Elisa has to say, but instead it feels as though you cut her off and believe you are right. Forgive me if I'm inserting my opinion where it is not needed, but sometimes a third party can help us see things about ourselves we wouldn't otherwise notice, which is exactly what you've done for me. I hope I didn't offend you. Respectfully, Sarah, from Maine, where we have more snow than you can imagine. Well, since we don't get snow in San Diego. We have to drive to the snow. Yes. So, yes. Um, And, you know, love having you as a listener, but you can definitely keep the snow. Yeah. We're not looking for it. But Sarah, thank you. Because um, this message that you sent us, I, Tony had kind of mentioned Tim's voicemail. You know, we got a couple voicemails from Tim. I'm like, okay. And so then we get this message, which he forwards to me. And I call him up and I'm like, are, are you getting it? You know, do you need a bigger billboard? D- do you understand what's going on? And, you know, so Tony's at work. Right. And so the next comment is, so we, we talk about it for like two or three minutes. He's like, I got another call. I got to call you back. Uh, we talked about for a little more than that. Not, not much longer. Okay. And I'm like, okay, you know, he'll call me back when he's got time to actually discuss it. You know, it's a work day. I get it. And so he calls back and we probably spent a good half hour, 40 minutes mm-hmm. on the phone Friday morning talking through this. Um, and as many of you noticed when I posted up on the Facebook fan page, you know, I had said, you know, we're going to be talking about this week because um, you guys are bringing this to our attention on various, you know, it's coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of you mentioned that you've heard him do it. And he's like, well, I don't know that I've done this before. And I'm like, honey, you do this all the time. You know, you apologize. No, I apologize. You reaffirm whatever it is that the wrong was. And I apologize, try and own what's going on. And you once again, make sure I know what I've done wrong. And then I get to, and you guys have heard it. I get to a point where I'm just like, okay, well, good. I've apologized. You know, if you're not going to hear that, then I'm not going to beat this dead horse. And so this combination of all the voicemails from Tim and the email from Sarah really gave us the opportunity to break this thing open. Like Sarah said, you know, you guys are our third party. Mm -hmm. You guys listen to us week in and week out. You know what our quirks are. You know, our mannerisms, you know, when something's not right. And so, you know, a big thank you. Yes. To you guys for calling us on it this week and for saying, you know what? We want to hear what Lisa has to say. And Tony, you need to be quiet. And look how good he's doing. See, now he won't even say anything. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I go, I'm going to say when I get these, I, I take it to heart. Mm-hmm. I, I do. And, you know, it, it would be, it would be lying if I said, oh, I, it doesn't bother me. Sure, it does. I mean, I was hurt um, to hear both of these come through because um, I don't realize I'm doing this. So it was interesting in the conversation we were having that, you know, as we were discussing this, and again, one thing that you mentioned, you know, you said, well, this is just sort of the way we do it, mm-hmm. and it's what we've always done. So, it doesn't make it right. No, not it, at all. It's just it's just what we've done 
and you just basically go, okay, I don't want to deal with this anymore because you, you just, you're not hearing me. Right. It's not that I don't want to deal with it. It's that I feel like I've apologized to you. I've tried to take responsibility for whatever it is that I've done. And if you want to keep reasserting that you've been wronged, I can only apologize mm-hmm. for that so many times before I'm like, all right, I've apologized your choice, whether or not you want to accept it, but I, I've done all I can do for you. Right. And, and, and I'm on the other side just going, um, I'm right. And I just want you to, I just want you to say, Tony, you're right. Um, I, I'm not hearing you apologize, obviously, mm-hmm. because I'm talking through you and interrupting you because, and I told this to Elisa is that I don't care about her apology. I just want to be right. And, and that's not cool. I mean, when I, when I even said that, I, I sort of caught myself going, wow, that is really just jacked up. I'm, I'm glad you're saying that. Cause that's what went through my mind when you actually, when those words came out of his mouth on Friday, I was like, wow, okay. we got a lot of work to do here mm-hmm. because if you're telling me that it's more important to you to be right than to hear my apology, then, then that's a problem. Yeah. Oh, I agree. That's why we're talking this through. Exactly. <laughs> Keep talking. I'm listening. But that that was that was mainly it. I mean, we we, we discussed this, and obviously, we're gonna work on it. One of the one of the big questions, or not the big question, but one of the big takeaways from that conversation was, you know, do we put out some sort of word that we use when I am interrupting? That way, I realize that I am just sort of bulldozing over you and it stops me mm-hmm. from doing that and realizing that I am doing that. And in the process of doing that, I'm, I'm hurting you and I'm squelching who you are and, and you trying to apologize and love on me. Right. Amen. So it was, um, yeah, it was a great conversation, Sarah, that you prompted on Friday. Um, and it really just, you know, got to the heart of this mm-hmm. for us because obviously I've been aware of it for some time, you know, since I'm usually on the receiving end of the bulldoze. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sure we're probably not alone well, out there. We're not because we put it out there on, um, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, well, that, that's where I was going with that. Okay. Go for it. Um, you know, so often when, we've got something going on in our marriage. You guys are quick to chime in with uh, what's going on in your own. If we put it out there Mm and, um, Carolyn wrote on the Facebook page, you know, my husband sometimes interrupts and it irks me, but I know that he is working on it. I think that interrupting someone is an indication that their mind is focusing more on their thoughts instead of listening to the other person on the part of the interruptee. I think it takes a lot of patience when your spouse is trying to break the habit. People who have a problem do it without realizing kind of like using bad grammar. When my husband interrupts me, I just stop and say, you interrupted me. And he lets me continue because he knows it makes me feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. And no, really good. That's really good right there. Well, and I, I you know, Carolyn's totally right. Cause you don't know when you're do, like, you're not aware. It wasn't until everybody said, Hey Tony, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, from Sarah's email, you know, you've been doing it for a while and you know, Tim has brought up, this has happened before. And, um, you, even in our conversations, we're not aware that this was happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, 
Jean Michael, I like his, but you know, he's like, yeah, at least you have a high tolerance for that behavior. I've noticed. I appreciate it greatly. I sometimes listen to your podcast and think, wow, if that was me and my wife, I'd be sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> we got a king size bed, John Michael. He, he and, actually and just sleeps on the other side just, of the bed. I just sleep on the other side of the bed. There, there's a big chasm in between us. <laughs> and uh, in all honesty, gosh, it, it, over the last month or so, I sleep so dang hard. Uh, Elisa probably doesn't even know I'm there. And we've never, and that's actually just as an aside, we've never been, no. we've never really done the, you're sleeping on the couch tonight thing or nope, I'm sleeping. Never. The only time I end up sleeping on the couch is just like, if I can't fall asleep, then I'll go out there just so I don't toss and turn and yeah. wake you up. But it's never been. We've never, we never have had that or sleep in another yeah, room yeah. or, you know, we always make sure we're back to where we need to be. We might not be loving on each other, but we're in the same bed. Yeah. There you go. And I've been so. sleeping so hard lately. I don't even know anything is there. <laughs> That's true too. Um, but, you know, this is definitely one of those topics to look at in your own marriage um, and, and to talk with your spouse. Because like Tony, you might not be aware of it, but if you ask your spouse or if you ask your close friends, they might say, oh yeah, you do that all the time. Yeah. And if you do, you know, think about these comments that we're getting from other people saying, you know what? It doesn't feel good yeah. to be on the receiving end of that. And, and your spouse may be like me that just said, you know what? I've apologized. I've owned my actions, you know, and they just take it because, you know, I'm sure somewhere along the line, I told Tony, he wasn't letting me talk, but it didn't get through in his need to be Right. And, and because that was a stronger need for him until he actually said that out loud, you know, his need to be right overshadowed my need, you know, my ability to break through that. Mm-hmm. And so now that he's aware that, that that's what he has to work on, I mean, that acknowledgement was huge. While it was uncomfortable for both of us to hear it, knowing where he's coming from changes the dynamics of those conversations. Right. Because I can stop and say, is, is it so important for you to be right right now? You know? And I can say either yes or no. Right. But it's going to cause you to, th- you know, if I say that, you're going to stop and think. Right. Okay, what is she really saying? Am, am I not listening to her? Goes back to that one guy. I can't remember what the technique was called, but there was that whole feedback. Um, he had called in a while, like months ago. Do you know what I'm talking about? The feedback where like you, repeat back mm-hmm. you know oh, that communication gosh, style called imago yes imago imago yeah. yes but you know that whole like you're you're not hearing what i'm saying right you know we need to i, I need you to tell me what i'm saying because you're not hearing it right um so you know we're not alone and i appreciate all those of you who um had the courage you know, like Sarah said, you know, she didn't want to offend us. And I know it's not easy to tell someone that they're screwing up big time. Um, and I do have to say, I appreciate that you guys were able to break through uh, to Tony. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing from our marriage. And again, you know, it's like sometimes where um, 
you know, other people outside of your relationship can see things better than you can. And I don't think, you know, once I read John Michael's comment about how, you know, in his relationship, if he had said some of those things to his wife or behaved that way, he'd be sleeping on the couch. It was one of those things that made me say, Oh, you know, what am I putting up? You know, then I really had to stop and think, what am I putting up with? What am I tolerating? And is that okay? Just because it's become habit. And there may be other habits in your marriage that have just become habits, but they're not okay. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so take some time this week to think about it. You know, are there things that kind of bug you, but you just sort of sweep it under the rug because it's easier than breaking through and, you know, maybe play this podcast and say, you know what, what, (laughs) who do we need to look at on our marriage to say, Hey, this is going on. You know, we're fortunate enough to have as many of you that, that listen and are willing to call in or email and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, your friends know what's going on in your marriages. They're going to know if you, if you think something's a question mark and you bring it up to a good friend, they'll be able to confirm that for you if that is indeed an issue in your marriage. Right. So what else you got over there with voicemails and stuff? Uh, we can get back to, we can play Tim's last one. Oh, yes. Play Tim. Hold on here. Hey guys, this is Tim again. You know, I had to follow up one last time. I finally got to finish listening to the rest of the podcast on my way home tonight. Not sure if I may have been a little bit too rough on Tony this morning, but I do have to say we've we've gone through those same things in our household, um, and I've felt much the same way. as Tony has, I, I, I guess as well. Uh, you know, from what I could pick pick up from from the voice uh, and, and the frustration and stuff in his work, I think that that's awful telling. You know that you, that you guys are in this together, and even though you can have issues and disagree, um, that you can still come together, and that's proven in this in this one episode alone. Uh, thank you guys for being real. Uh, that. It's so helpful. Uh, you know, it, I know you guys have said it many a times that you're not perfect. Um, but when you're real and and you talk like you do, and even though it's not the way you should talk, maybe, uh, that that it's real. And, and, you know, that we all know in our lives and in our, and in our um, homes and stuff like that, we don't always talk nice to each other and, the way we should, but uh, it doesn't make it right. And thanks, thanks for being real. Uh, and I'll leave it at that because here I go rambling once again. <laughs> thanks again, guys. Uh, hope you had a good January and February is looking good. Take care. Bye. There it is. There it is. See? Being real. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, gosh, I mean, many of you are, are Christians just like us. And, you know, we try to do what we can try to do the best that we can every day. Unfortunately, by nature, we're sinners. We live in a fallen world and we're part of that world. As much as that, as much as we live in the grace of God, um, we stumble and we fall. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, when we come behind these mics, we do, we, we give it all and it isn't scripted. It isn't this story and making it all look pretty for you guys. It's, this is who we are. And obviously my interrupting caused some angst in you guys because it's, it's not the way it should be done. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not what we should be doing here. And so all I can say is thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm learning every day because of it. And I always hope that those of you out there who are listening are learning because that's what it's about. It's about growing and it's about working together with your spouse, you know? So if, if this is something that's happening in your marriage, I'm telling you, it, it was a half an hour talk for Elise and I, at least, you know, and sure it, it's those conversations that we've talked about in the past where your heart is beating, your hands are sweaty. You don't really want to talk about it. What for, you know, what good is going to come out of it? It's just going to open up a can of worms, but really in the end, when you continue to talk to each other in this manner and in this way, you're able to really dive into some issues that you may have and you're able to clear the air faster. And I, and I would say, even though Lisa was having an on her time of the month last week, I, I think we bonded very well in other ways mm-hmm. than a sexual or physical intimacy, which I think is very important. So, you know, it wasn't like we had makeup sex or anything of that nature. It's, it's been very more emotional connection Mm -hmm. than a physical or sexual connection. So, you know, if there's something that's, that's riding you that you're thinking about, you know, get the courage up, bring it up to your spouse you know, always give them that little forewarning. Don't knock them over the head. They don't know it's coming. Um, we all feel like deer in headlights when that happens and we know what happens. It usually ends up in some sort of argument. It doesn't go the way you expected it to go. So, you know, broach the, the issue in a way that allows your spouse to know what you're going to, what you're going to talk about before you hit them over the head. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, we got one more voicemail that came in this evening that I think we should play too. I think, I think it's just a fun one. Go how's for that? it. How's that? It is. All right. Hi, Tony and Elisa. This is Melanie. I'm from Atlanta. Um, actually, bindings to be exact. Um, I have five miniature schnauzers and a townhouse with no yard. So I really enjoy listening to your podcast while I'm walking them, which I do for quite a bit at the time, quite a bit during the day. Um, Really love your podcast. Um, My favorite topic of yours would have to be talking about honesty and honesty in all things and how sometimes even uh, little white lies aren't... uh, a good thing. Um, right. But I, you know, sometimes I, I have a funny example of a possibly good one. Um, when the movie Fireproof first came out, uh, it was on pay-per-view, and my husband and I were staying in a hotel, and one night he said, well, you can take the movie tonight. And I said, well, you know, there's this really cool one about firefighters. 
do you want to watch that one? And, you know, I actually knew it was a movie about marriage, but we rented the movie, and uh, we were watching it, and about five or so minutes into Caleb and Catherine arguing, she's like, what are we watching? And I said, well, it's it's this movie. It's about a firefighter. Just, you know, give it a few more minutes. I, I saw the trailer, like, he's in fires. He gets hit by a train. You know, just, just a few more minutes. And, well, anyway, the movie continues, and... Um, He's, again, like, what are we watching? And uh, we did see to the end of the movie, and uh, finally, you know, he he realized it was a movie about marriage and couples. But anyway, um, I I love the podcast, and uh, I'm learning a lot every day, and thank you so much for what you do. And um, I look forward to purchasing Strip Down, which I hope to do here very soon. Have a great day, and uh, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for calling in and for listening to us while you're walking your dogs. It's nice to know that uh, you take us along on your walks. And, you know, that's so funny about the movie. We're chuckling because I'm thinking, oh, yeah. You know, within just a few minutes of that movie, you're kind of past the whole fireman (laughs) thing. And you're like, really, it's all about their relationship. So I'm I'm impressed that you you got him to get through the whole movie. And, you know, that is one of our favorites. That was a movie that... um, I couldn't tell you what episode it was, but it was one where we watched the movie and we actually got on the mics right after the movie was over Yeah, and did a bonus podcast. That was like at 11 p.m. at night. Yeah, we're like, you know what? We're just going to, we're going to talk about this. It was, you know, half hour, 20, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Um, I think it's episode 14. Wow. I think. Don't, no, no, no. Don't give me the wow, but I think it's episode 14. Okay. It's one of the earlier ones. Yeah. Um, but it was a movie that hit us hard too mm-hmm. because you know the, the power of the power of the decision in yes. your marriage and I, i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna go into this now because i know this podcast is wrapping up but every day you have the power to decide what your marriage is going to be like that day mm-hmm are you going to put forth the effort to make your marriage all that it can be? Or are you just gonna, you know, grab an energy bar and head out the door? You have that power. And when we give up that power and choose not to, because things get hard or like Tony said, you know, we're having this conversation and I really didn't want to be having that conversation about Tony interrupting me, but you all brought it to the forefront. So here we are. And I'm having to tell my husband how he's been treating me. Not comfortable. Right. Not comfortable, but you know what? I had a choice that day. Do I just say, hey, you know what, honey, it's not a big deal. I mean, yeah, I know they listen all the time, but really, you know, we're good. Or do I take, do I step out and put a little more effort into it and say, you know what? It does bug me. Because you do this. And you know, if I'm trying to apologize to you, it's not like I'm not taking responsibility. I'm trying to take responsibility and you're not hearing me. You know, that was me stepping forth and putting a little more effort. That is the choice that I made that day to say, you know what? I'm going to be honest with him. Mm-hmm. He made the choice that day to listen and to hear from all of you and to hear from me that this is not a good thing in our marriage. Those are choices. Every single day you have the choice to make your marriage better. Yeah. It all comes down to what do you choose? 
Yep. That's it. I feel like I just gave. You just gave. <sighs> All right. Well, you guys, thank you very much for another fantastic week. And what? Oh, no, I was just thinking we might not, we're not going to talk to them again until after Valentine's Day. So have a happy Valentine's Day. Yes. We'll record, but Valentine's yeah. Day will have already come and gone. So, so happy Valentine's Day to all of you. Make it special. I I believe that every day should be a Valentine's Day. Not that I make it happen every day. But, you know, this is that one time of year when you can just go out there and just love on your spouse some way, somehow. <laughs> Do it in whatever way that works for you guys. Works for your budget. Works for your budget. Yes. Amen to that. Don't go crazy if if you're on a cash flow plan. No Even if need. you're not, don't go crazy. Yeah. You know, stay stay within the realm because it is it is one day. And like Tony says, you should love on your spouse every day. Mm-hmm. So again, don't spend the $500 on the roses. And you mm-hmm. know. It's amazing. My first Valentine's Day, I got three red roses and I was just beside myself, giddy. You were. I was. I was hoping for the ring, but I got the roses instead. <laughs> <laughs> had to wait a little longer for the ring oh you're funny you're funny truthful yep you are truthful so for this week i'm going to do a little something different i'm going to i'm going to close us up with uh praise you in this storm i'm going to just play the rest of this song i'm going to just pick it up where we left off um enjoy it and just know that we all go through storms it's how we get through them that determines our marriages so We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. from the Lord, the maker of hell.